Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to another edition of Believe in Colts. Today, it's just yours truly, Lawrence Owen, as Dequell Jackson has had a wonderful time in Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had great Thanksgiving, uh, hang out with their family, had some great dinners, um, just enjoyed football in general as well, because we all know that football and Thanksgiving go hand in hand, right? And today, we're going to break down week 12 of the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts hosting Tom Brady and that Tampa Bay defense. Man, that's right. I said Tampa Bay defense. I'm more worried about the Tampa Bay defense than I am about Tom Brady and that offense. And that's an offense that has Tom Brady and Mike Evans and Gronkowski and got all these guys But that defense worries me, and we're going to get into that here in just a moment. But before I do, I just want to remind you guys that, you know, it is Thanksgiving, and uh, or it was, you know, yesterday, and we all know what that means. It's still football. It's that football season. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered for all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. And it's not just football, you know that. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, hockey, boxing, UFC, casino games. And don't forget, that boxing match with Gore and Williams, yeah, you can bet on that right there. Just check it out. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Just remember to use the promo code BLEAV. Now, let's get into this game because I'll tell you what. Oh, man, after after the Buffalo game, I was so excited, and then I watched the Monday night football game where Tampa just, oh, my goodness, the Giants shouldn't even been on the field with them. That Giants team just looked awful all the way around, and it's hard to gauge where this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team is right now when they played a team that just could not put a real team on the field. Daniel Jones looked bad. The running game looked bad. The defense looked horrid. And, and I'm watching the Buccaneers, and I'm like, there's a lot of stuff here that I think the Colts could take advantage of. We're going to get into a lot of that. And here's, here's something for you. Let's get into the injury report 
because we all know we saw Quentin Nelson on the sideline and we've heard that he re-aggravated that ankle injury, right? When he did not practice Wednesday or Thursday, full practice on Friday. As a matter of fact, there was nobody on the Indianapolis Colts 53-man roster that did not have a full practice on Friday. What? Are you kidding me? Only two guys are questionable for the game. And granted, they're big names. Quentin Nelson is questionable. Darius Leonard is questionable. If I had to put money on it, if there was a bet on whether or not Quentin Nelson and Darius Leonard was going to play this Sunday on Bet Online, I would put the money down that they would not miss this game because everybody knows how important it is, especially the fact that Robert Mathis, the legendary Indianapolis Colts pass rusher, will be there on hand as he is inducted into the Ring of Honor. Wow. And it's not just going to be Robert Mathis there. Guess there's going to be a whole slew of your favorite Indianapolis Colts sitting at Lucas Oil Stadium to cheer on Robert Mathis, including the guy who is going to be banging the anvil, Adam Vinatieri. That's right. I heard it through the grapevine. Adam Vinatieri will be banging the anvil. So you're going to have a ton of people there. This Colts team's not going to want to lose to Tom Brady. Robert Mathis, his most hated rival while he played in Indy. They're not going to want to lose to them. So Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, they're going to be out there. I have no question at all that they will be out there and they will be playing with a ton of fire. But let's not make no mistake about it. Even though the Indianapolis Colts are as healthy as they ever have been, you know what? Who else is getting healthier? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They do have a couple outs. Well, one out, and that's Antonio Brown. He'll be out again with that ankle injury. And Ollie Marpet, their guard, still dealing with the abdominal. He's doubtful, hadn't practiced all week. But they got a couple questionables that are also very important. I expect them to play Vita Vey, you know, that solid defensive tackle dealing with that knee injury that was out last week. He's questionable. He had that MRI. It came back uh, negative. So he, he was like, oh, my good. He was so emotional over the good news, over that MRI, over his knee, that he sat there and bawled. He was so happy. And then, of course, the inside linebacker, Devin White, He's also questionable with a quadriceps. He was limited all week as well. But as for the rest of the line, rest of this defense, Jason Pierre-Paul, good to go. Had a full practice. Naman Kinsu, uh, he's going to be playing. Uh, Steve McClendon will be out there playing. You know, everybody, uh, Raheem Nunez-Rochez will be out there. You guys might remember him. You know, Rob Gronkowski's been dealing with a back injury, but when is he not got an injury that he's dealing with? Chris Godwin's got a foot injury. Uh, Mike Evans got a back injury. Mike Edwards, their safety's dealing with a groin. They're banged up, but they're going to be playing. And you know what's great? I, I just look at this and I go, man, at the beginning of the year, when this when this schedule dropped, and I was like, this is going to be awful for the Indianapolis Colts to have to play Tampa Bay and not even have their bye week yet in week 12. They don't get their bye week until week 14. And yet, I'm looking and I'm like, good Lord, they're the healthiest they've been all year as a team. So, wow. That's just so impressive to me. 
My goodness. What are we going to do? Well, there's a lot that the Indianapolis Colts are going to have to do if they plan on defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And first and foremost is immovable object, unstoppable force. It's been talked about all week by every narrative, by every media out there known to man. Jonathan Taylor and this offensive line versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the number one run defense in the NFL. And they're not just been the number one run defense this year. No, they've been the number one run defense for years now. All right, they were number one last year because Vita Vey and Naman Kinsu on that defensive line are like, oh my goodness, block eaters, right? They, they are really tough to move. But if there is one thing that this team is good at, the Indianapolis Colts, Frank Reich schemes well against another team, especially in the run game. Last week against Buffalo Bills, the Colts knew, Frank Reich knew that the Buffalo was not a physical team. So he went right at him with every type of running block scheme that known to man, right, against the Buffalo Bills. And what happened? Jonathan Taylor scores five touchdowns and 180-some yards rushing, over 200 scrimmage yards. You can bet your biscuits that Frank Reich is going to scheme around those two dominant defensive linemen that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have. They're going to find a way to get around them, whether it's off tackle, whether it's going to be uh, a, a ton of toss sweeps, something of the nature to run and make sure that those two defensive linemen are not in the play the majority of the time when uh, Jonathan Taylor runs the ball. Find a way to get seal blocks on those linebackers, you know, because those are a couple really good linebackers out there. But where is our strength as opposed to Tampa's strength? Blocking on the outside. Our wide receivers and tight ends can block like nobody's business. And Tampa Bay's secondary has been suspect all year long. So I honestly expect a lot of toss sweeps, a lot of stretch plays, things of that nature, uh, some maybe some misdirection plays, right, in order to get some extra rushing yards to kind of ease that pass rush because Tampa Bay's got a good pass rush. I named off a lot of those players already that they have, that they get after the quarterback. Carson Wentz don't need the pressure. He's shown that he could play under pressure well. He's only got three interceptions this year, and uh, he's – He's actually one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL the last four weeks when it comes to quarterback under pressure. Frank Reich's going to have to scheme a way to continue to make this happen, right? I honestly believe that there's going to be a lot of opportunities in this game offensively for the Indianapolis Colts, not just in the run game. Everybody wants to talk about the run game, run game, run game, run game. And it very well could be that you know, the run game will most likely play a pivotal part in this game. Jonathan Taylor could run for 150 and three touchdowns. Or, you know, let's be let's be fair and honest about this. This is a darn good run defense. Jonathan Taylor could end up with 60 yards rushing. I mean, look what Saquon Barkley had. Granted, he only had like six carries. I don't think Frank Reich's going to 
stop feeding Jonathan Taylor the football after six carries. He hasn't done that all year. Uh, <laughs> it's just not. It's, it's just not in the in in. I know that Colts fans thought earlier in the year that 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 Frank Reich was went away from the run game, went away from Jonathan Taylor too much, too early, too quick. I think it was it had a lot more to do with that's just how the game was, you know, moving. They didn't have control of the game a lot of times, right? So they went away from it a little bit. That's fine. All right. Don't forget, we got speed, 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 speed at running back. Naheem Hines, I would not be surprised. We've seen a lot of running back formations to try to confuse this defense. But keep an eye on Michael Pittman Jr. Keep an eye on him. I say this because Michael Pittman Jr. has been outstanding this year. And he's been quiet the last couple games. Carson Wentz could go to Michael Pittman hardcore. Now, when I say quiet, I mean, I don't mean that he's not getting targets. I mean, he hasn't like blown up and been the center of attention. Frankly, it's been been because obviously Jonathan Taylor has been the center of attention. He just hasn't had the opportunities and targets. This is a game I think that he very well could get those targets because the secondary is not nearly as good as their front seven. Let's flip the script now. Tom Brady, 44 years old, has won his last six meetings against the Indianapolis Colts, including that debacle of a play. I got to bring it up, remember? I got to bring up the worst punt call, special teams call in NFL history, right? The last time the Indianapolis Colts defeated the uh, Tom Brady was in 2009 when they went to the Super Bowl against the Saints and they defeated the Patriots in a massive fourth quarter comeback by Peyton Manning in that offense. That's the last time the Colts beat Tom Brady. It's high time we do it again. But in order to do that, Tom Brady, he's so good against zone. He is a check down king. He is so good at throwing the screens and the check downs and little quick passes over the middle. Gronkowski had himself a welcome back party last week on plenty of targets from Tom Brady. But these are receivers that I was noticing against the Giants game that bobble the ball a lot, right? Godwin wasn't bobbling as much. Mike Evans does. And this is a team, this is a Colts defense, a secondary that is very, very quick to the ball. And if there's a bobble, I could see some turnovers happening. The Indianapolis Colts right now are on pace for 39 turnovers. They got 25. They lead the NFL in turnovers. They have a shot at getting a few more against this Tampa offense. Let's 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 face it. This is a Tom Brady-led team. They got a good running back. They got a couple good running back in Rojo and Fournette, but they don't run the ball nearly that. They don't run it that much. It's all Tom Brady. He likes to pick apart defenses, especially zone defenses. The Indianapolis Colts, that's what they, their pride and joy, their bread and butter on defense is zone. We can't let Tom Brady pick us apart. We 
got to get after him. What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what. Tom Brady is not Lamar Jackson. Tom Brady is not Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady is not Josh Allen. And when I say that, I mean he doesn't move like these guys. All right? He is, right, he can kind of uh, bob and weave in the pocket and move around, but he's not going to take off on you and burn you with his legs. So this is this is a game where our boys, Quiddy Pay, Dio Dangbo, and 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 DeForest Buckner and Kamoko Ture or whoever it is that's on that defensive line, they need to peer in their ears back and get pressure and hit Tom Brady early and often. Make him uncomfortable. When he starts screaming at his offensive line, you know you're in Tom Brady's head, and that is when the game can turn on a dime. That's when mistakes happen by Tom Brady, and that's what the Indianapolis Colts absolutely must do to win this game, okay? And I will promise you, DeForest Buckner, before this game, will have a nice little conversation with Dwight Freeney, with Robert Mathis, with all those guys that are going to be there at this game because, like I said, Robert Mathis will be there. All these guys will hear speeches from these defensive players telling them, you go make us proud. You go hit him, put him on his back over and over and over again in this game. And you show that Tom Brady cannot come into our house, cannot come into our house and win seven straight, you know, against the Colts. You show him this is not the same Indianapolis Colts team of the last decade, that this is a team that is physical and they are going to get after you. And DeForest Buckner is a leader of men and he will be out there and he will definitely be out there trying to do his best to get through that offensive line. And Tom Brady, whoo, boy, there's one thing Tom don't like, that's pressure up the gut. And DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, even Taylor Stallworth, they all have to find a way to beat their, beat their blockers, get through their gaps, and get in Tom Brady's face. That's what needs to happen today, that or Sunday, 1 p.m. I don't know. I, there, there's two really good games in this game. I'm surprised this isn't a primetime game or at least a 4 o'clock game. It's a 1 o'clock game. Obviously, it'll be played nationally. But still, come on. This is a game that should be much, much higher on the, uh, on the board of, oh, my goodness. This could have major implications across the entire NFL when it comes to the playoff seating, right? Huge implications to playoff seating. If Indianapolis Colts win against Tampa, by the way, Tampa is favored by three. Tom Brady's coming into Indianapolis against Jonathan Taylor, DeForest Buckner, Carson Wentz, Darius Leonard, and Quentin Nelson, and he is favored by three. The Colts bludgeoned the Buffalo Bills one week ago. Got some respect, but not as a team, not as an entire team. The defense didn't get the respect that it deserves, in my opinion. The only people that got the respect, and rightfully so, Jonathan Taylor in this offensive line for the Colts got the respect. 
But this defense walked away with four turnovers. One of them was a gift. I'll give that to you, right? Yeah, the, the, the kickoff return, he tripped over his own feet in the rain, dropped the ball, picked up, ran back to the two. Jonathan Taylor, next play, Superman's over the offensive line into the end zone touchdown. I get that. But the other three were earned turnovers by the Indianapolis Colts. Earned turnovers. This defense knows how to play. And they play tough. What I saw against Buffalo was a, a Matt Eberflus schemed, played, called game that he start from finish, played tough. Didn't go into that soft zone like we're used to seeing uh, until late, late, late in the game when the Colts were already five scores up. Do that again. If the Colts are up by two scores at halftime, Continue playing whatever it is that you're playing. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts actually switch it up and play a lot more man in this game than they do zone. Why? Because if you play man coverage, that means you can blitz more. And history shows blitzing Tom Brady is the way to beat him because that helps get pressure on him, right? It's hard to get to Tom Brady because that man will throw the football as soon as he gets it. Ball's hyped. He gets rid of the football instantaneously to whoever it is that's out there. He generally don't like to hold on to that darn thing. Man coverage is the way to go against Tom Brady and this Buccaneers offense, against Bruce Arians. Man, I don't know, man. I've talked about everything I can. I don't have DeQuell Jackson to bounce off of. DeQuell, I hope you have had a wonderful weekend. I hope you enjoy this game. I hope everybody watching or listening to this is enjoying and enjoys the game this Sunday. Uh, guys, please, um, if you're watching this on YouTube, smash the like button, hit subscribe. If you're not subscribed, tag that notification bell so that you're notified next time I go live. And go check out the audio podcast anywhere, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. If you're listening to this, go check it out. Go check it out over on YouTube and share this. You know, I get it. You're downloading it. You're listening to this bad boy right now on your way to work or going out, uh, uh, heading home after Thanksgiving because you need to get home so you can watch the game. Or maybe you're traveling to Indy, you know, and you're listening to this podcast to hype you up for the game that you're getting ready to go to. Share it. There's a share button. Share it to your favorite social media. Let people know where you can find the Believe in Colts podcast. Because we are here for you. DeQuell and I are here for you. Two times a week to discuss the Indianapolis Colts. And you don't want to miss it. Win, lose, or draw. This Monday, DeQuell and I, I promise you, we're going to have some serious stuff to talk about. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. On behalf of DeQuell Jackson, as usual, go Colts. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done.